0: Well, hello and welcome to episode 92 of the Payers and Players podcast. Every time I say this episode number, Scott, I just can't believe we're at 92. We'll be at 100 and something soon. And I I just can't, the first time we started, if you want to go back and listen to some of those early episodes, they were very amateur. And this is too, but they weren't as amateur as this is. (laughs) Um, So welcome to episode 92. My name's Robert. I'm here with Scott. We've got a special guest. Before we get started, uh, if you would, if you're, uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you listen to the podcast, we do the majority of what we do on Twitter. I know a lot of folks out there say they don't have a Twitter account, but if you would follow us on Twitter, and then if you're so inclined, we also have a subscribership where Scott does a lot of extras uh, on Twitter, and so I try as well, but he's a lot better at it than I am. Um So with that, Scott, we introduce our guest today?
1: absolutely our today's guest is Maria Sircone she is the director of junior tennis and player development for the southern section she's coming to us from Atlanta and just looking at our past two guests they're also from the state of Georgia um you might want to check those episodes out episode 90 with Jayru Nyanthi, and 91 with coach Manny Diaz so 92 Maria Sircone from Atlanta welcome to the podcast Maria
2: thanks Scott and Robert well, happy to be here
1: So, can you tell us a little bit about your role at USTA and USTA Southern, and then we can get into the podcast?
2: Sure. So, um, each section and the USTA, there's 17 sections and each Southern is 1 of the 17. uh, We're the largest by 3 times. So we're huge (laughs) uh, all the time. uh, They have a player development manager. They're called PD managers. Uh, it it depends on the section what their function is, uh, most of it's definitely player development, but sometimes they take on adults too, and not just juniors. So it's a little bit of everything for each section a little bit different. But there are 17 PD managers and I'm 1 of the 17 and I'm in southern. I am in charge of all player development and all the juniors. That means competition. Junior competition means, uh. Even the green ball, orange ball, the junior circuits—all that comes under our umbrella. And collegiate now, we also have collegiate. So, and we're doing a lot with collegiate. So, it's all coming under and and pro circuits. So, it's all coming under our umbrella.
0: Well, so, Scott, that means we've had two seventeenths of the USTA player development uh, with Tiffany, and now with Maria. So, fifteen to go. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <and> <laughs> Tiffany, so... yeah, Tiffany. Well,
0: yeah, great.
1: Um, so maybe you could talk start off by talking a little about some changes that are going to take place in 2024. There was um, um, a a letter that came out at the end of 2023 that was highlighting some of the directional changes in terms of um, simplifying the um, entry process for some level ones and um, some other areas of of change. Could you address those? Sure,
2: Um, really the big change for 2024 is not it's. Basically, for the national level ones, uh, which we use the quota list for that. And so there are only 4 tournaments that that quota list is used for and that is a way of entry into a tournament. Uh, so what's changed is how they are comprising the quota list in the past. I mean, for the last probably 20, 25 years, uh, they've used uh, a percentage of membership. And also, how many top 150 players you have in your section determines the number of quota you get. So they froze the membership 13 years ago. So they decided that that's not really was a good tool to use. So now they're using, uh, registrations, how many registrations in the junior comp side, and that's levels, uh, 7 up to 4. so all those tournaments are played in the section and players are playing in them, they're counted as a unique registration. And that's what they're counting for Uh, 40% of the quota comes from that number. And then 60% comes from how many top 150 players you have in your section. And that gives you the quota number. The difference that they changed, so that was one thing they changed. And then the other thing they changed was uh, the criteria for the quota. Uh, when they went to the new structure 4 years ago, you had to play, they got rid of endorsement, which means that you had to play certain tournaments. Now you don't have to play certain tournaments. You just got to qualify with the points, but for your quota list. For your quota ranking list, I hate to use ranking standings, uh, your, your best 6 tournaments. Only 2, 3 of 2 of them can now count from outside the section. Instead last year, it was 3, so um, they went from 3 to 2. so if you're playing 10 tournaments and you played 8 of them outside the section, you know, outside your southern section, let's say, and um, you only played 2 in section. Well, you have to take those 2 in section will count for the quota list, but then only 2 will count from the outside of the section. So if you had 8. Only your best two of those eight will count towards your quota.
1: So then in effect, do you do? You'd, you'd only have four tournaments that count. So, oh, right. So
2: it's basically trying to make, try to encourage the players to play in their sections a little bit more is basically what it is.
0: Maria, why, why do you think they care? Because I think about a Scott, a guy like Scott, he, he can get to Indiana quicker than he can get to Tennessee. Right. Why, why? And if you're in Arkansas, you can get to Oklahoma way faster than you can get to Mobile. Why, southern, why
2: did southern loved the way it was i mean i think it was good for us because we have so many you know um open borders let's say right we're mm-hmm. attached to a lot of sections some of the sections uh they thought that their players weren't playing in their you know their tournaments so basically it was just trying to keep them in the sections a little bit more i i'm i have no idea the reason behind it other than maybe they were feeling that a lot of their players maybe are not playing their sectional events, you know, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, but that's uh, I think that's 1. I would say that's a reason to keep a little bit more players in your section, you know, playing more in your section.
1: And and it's really only relevant to this quota list. It doesn't really affect sure. anything else. That but, right.
2: And then your national standing list, your national right. ranking standing list is your best 6, no matter where you play them. So you can play twenty outside the section, and your best six come from that twenty doesn't have to come sure. from inception.
1: Yeah. And, and so, so. Um, i'm sorry, I'm sorry,'m I'm just now seeing this today. I think it came out say a week or two ago, the news, the new quota list. but it looks like they've pretty much cut the quota in half. Um, okay. that,
0: yeah.
1: so that's
2: that's the other change. So, the other change, which I'm kind of behind it, I, mm-hmm. I think it's a good change. It's hard because I have to wear a lot of hats. Yeah. But, um, you know, Southern always had a lot of quota because we have a lot of players, you know, we're big. Um, uh, but we still do have a lot of, you know, our quota hasn't changed. I mean, it's changed, but we're still the largest. So what happened was, um, they felt that a lot of players. You know, were getting in on quota, It, it could not, not just our sections, any section, you know, that. Maybe not deserve to be in the tournament. It makes the tournament a little weaker. So they. Cut the quota, you know, and ha- not in half, it was 120, I think. So, I mean, 100. So I think they cut it by 30, 30 quota spots, 27 spots, maybe. And they're taking, instead of taking the quota, they are taking more of the national standing list players. So, yeah. so playing at USTA national tournament with the point system is going to. Be a more value to them, you know, because now it's not just the quota; it's also going to be the ranking. It's going to be involved in getting in the tournament. So more kids will get in on their national ranking than on the quota.
1: And you know, one of the things that you know, I like say we have in the Southern Section because it is such a large section, and it's one of the higher quality sections, in my opinion. When you look at some of the other sections in terms of depth, you know, I mean, it's I think it's un it's unquestionable. But you have some sections that are very. Light in terms of you know their membership, you know, just a couple of states say northern, mid-Atlantic, middle states are very you know one or two states only. Those states have just as many closed L threes as southern section. Is there some sort of fairness involved that we want to address in terms of? Yeah, go ahead.
2: We're slowly addressing that. You know, it's it's not. It's the committee. You know, it's the national committee. USTA national committee makes these. Decisions on the formats and um, you know all that. Um, we did reduce the level fours. You know they used to be everyone got eight. Now they don't. We get actually more. We get nine or ten. They're getting less. Some sections are getting less because of that, okay. that reason. And then they're starting to monitor now. They're starting to really look into see what's filling and not filling in draw sizes. So the data is going to take a few years to come back, but they're slowly getting to it. And then once Oh wow, that's that's right. Maybe we should not do this and do not. But they're student with data proven behind them. Um Got it. so the level threes, I think there's only everyone everyone gets two level threes closed. So I don't know if it's you know, if if, it, if you know everyone's gonna get at least one. So right. um so that's a that's a tough one. Now whether level threes are being held, because there's you know a lot of level threes, national level threes. The ones that we're talking about level threes are the two closed those are the ones the sections control right everyone has two and only that section can play in in that level three but the level three national schedule is huge it's uh, there's lots of tournaments and southern we're lucky we have a lot of level threes in our own section even though it's in our section it still doesn't count as one other Sectional tournaments for the oh, photo list.
1: Oh, it does not. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that.
2: the only okay. ones that. Yeah. So the only ones that count are uh, the l- level 3 at closed the 2 okay. that I spoke about and then um, the national level two, uh Florida southern challenge, or it's called the international okay. event. Not everyone has a different margin. So like like right. Florida, but that 1 counts. Even if it's played in Florida, it still counts. Yeah. And then anything played in your section from levels 4 down to 7. Okay. Yeah,
1: and 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 Maria, do you want to share your screen just so you can show the people that are maybe Let's watching us on YouTube what the quotas look like now?
2: Okay, let me see if I can do it. I'm gonna to try to do it. Here we go. Share, share, and share. Oh, let me push it. Let me know if it comes up.
0: Yep, there it is.
1: So yeah. if you're if you're looking at this on on YouTube, you can sort of see the new list, and it's the same format as it's been in the past. But you can see the numbers are you know reduced so somewhat substantially, depending on your your section. Um, and so it, it, this is how it's going to look. Um, you know, I say I think you know I think in the past Southern section had between twenty and twenty-two spots. Now there's eleven um, for. It de- the-
2: it depended on. You know, it depended on the division and the year because yeah. of the top 150 going yeah. in. Yeah. And that's very important because that's 60% of the calculation is the top 150.
1: Right. And and you know, like I say, and that's also influenced by that top 150 is the national standings list, correct? Yes. Okay. So correct. and so it is influenced by you know players that may play in sections that aren't as strong as southern section or Florida or Southern California that have more of the opportunities. And yeah. it's also, um, you know, how 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 much people can travel outside their section. Like say some for some states, it's very easy to travel outside your section. Others other states, it's there's really, you know, it, it takes yeah. a lot of effort to get outside your section. So, those are some factors that go into what you know the national standings list looks like. Right.
2: now the part. The unique, the unique participate are registrants. That's. It um, doesn't matter if they're in. Like when we count Southern players, it's just not Southern players. is anyone that played in our section. So we are counting outside players as well.
1: And you know, and, yeah, and and because this podcast is for you know all ages and juniors and Robert and I are both our sons are getting up there in the age groups. Talk about you know maybe twelve and under. What's going on there? Something that we're not really that in tune with anymore. But want to make sure that those things are being addressed too. Do you have anything to update on those?
2: Um, I think the 12 and unders are, you know, I think it's more about the 10 and unders than the 12. And okay, unders. so. Sure. Um, but, you know, it's it's a little touchy s- subject for us for Southern. Um, we, right, we have uh, started a, uh, it's because there's no tenant. Okay. So you have to go through the, you know, the play tracker. You have to be orange and then green and then from green to yellow. Right? You have to uh be approved to play yellow. And so you can be yellow at any age under 10 as long as you, you know, have gone through the, the process. And then you have to play in the 12 and under yellow. There is no 10 and under yellow. There's nothing 10 and under other than the green ball. And that is also there's no ranking there or anything. It's just the play tracker. Um, so we felt, Southern felt that there's a need for kids that Want to play 12 and under yellow, but maybe in size, they might want to play against their peers and 10 and under yellow with their peers, which kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. So we have a grand Prix circuit. We have a green, a great, we have a green ball grand prix circuit for the advanced green ball players and then we have a yellow. Grand Prix, so any kids 10 and under that are 10 and under yellow ball approved. They've had to go through the play tracker, but just want to play each other. We have a tournament circuit for them. Um, and that's, and if they want to play the 12s they are they're allowed because they're yellow ball. But if they choose not to, because, you know, they're playing maybe in the wrong level, or they they're too small, whatever the reason uh, you always have those kids that are great. And they're going to play up in twelves and do well, but you have some kids that might not physically be ready. So it's part of a player development for us. And uh, so we started that a year ago uh, last year, and we're continuing it this year. It's starting to grow this year a little bit more and then Southern Cal took our idea and they're, they're doing it as well. They did the green ball and they're doing the yellow ball. They took our idea and they're doing it as well. And it's so they had the same philosophy that there has to be some for us. Southern fields. There has to be something in the middle. Yeah. For those. And
1: of. so, but those don't have rankings when you say Grand free, is that just they said,
2: tournaments we have, available. Yeah, we have tournaments available. We have a standings list. A points. It's a points rate. So it's a great. A grand okay. And that's done through match app. Who's okay. One of our partners, and they do so. You can go on there and they can see where they are in their points. And how we put the carrot in there, we have a camp for the green ball and the yellow ball players. So they get invited to, if they're you know on the top, whatever of the yellow ball, they get invited to a camp. The same okay. thing with the green ball, so that's a big deal. And then this year, we're also having a sectional 10 and under yellow ball championship with okay. a huge trophy, like uh, like little mo exactly. I was gonna
0: say, you got little. Yeah, Little Mo proved that this is popular, yeah. right? And they actually did it in Everett. Actually, played it when he eight or nine years old. But the draw was, you get to play people that are only your age. Exactly. So the two thousand eights only two thousand eights played two thousand eights, and so you got to see. When he was nine years old playing twelve year olds. Now you get to see amongst his peers, where does, where is that? Where is so, he sit? Yeah. Right? And I think that's what so I think that's.
2: Yeah. I think attractive. that's that's what we're doing. I mean, I, you know, hopefully. It, it, it's going to work i mean we have a lot of kids it's but we also have a very big section right, you know so right. there's a lot of sex states that outline areas that don't have a lot of you know um volume of players because they're it's, you know so big so we have to find the right mix and stuff but we're excited about that so that's the committee came up with that so that's um so that i think will lead into the 12 and under because that, that was your question right the 12 and under yeah. so that will lead to your 12 and under our 12 and under is pretty strong uh, and I think it's because we had this in the past. Uh, they're now moving into the 14 year, 14 and unders. So we'll see. We keep track of all the kids that play nationals and do well at nationals. Uh, if they were ever involved in camps, our U.S. you know our player development camps, and most of the kids that do well or are ranked high have all gone through the camp process. So. Yeah. I think we're doing something right, maybe a little bit, but um, but the ten and unders is really for us. Is it, that's a, for me personally? I this is personally, I think it's one of the most important things. So,
0: yeah, and I think part of the reason, and you were always, I think you were always a little more forward thinking than others in your role. It, it was because you had children who actually played tennis at a high level. Can you just spend one or two minutes so the viewers know? What where they played and, and, and at what
2: level? Well, I had, yeah. Well, I was the coach for you know 35 years in Florida, I was there for a long time Had my own academy. So I had a lot of players go through, you know, and I coached out. I was, I was also chair of junior comp for Florida. I was very involved in all the Florida decisions that are now there. Um, but anyway, so I have 2 daughters that played 1 played at University of Florida and the other 1 played at Florida state. Uh, the one at Florida State liked tennis. She didn't love it, but she was good enough to play at Florida State. Uh, and then my youngest daughter, she loved tennis, and she was number one in the country. She was top 40 or something in the ITFs. She played all the junior grand slams and played at Florida. And then decided to play a little bit of pro afterwards. Got hurt, and now she just went to uh, work for the USTA. She's been there seven years, so she works at the national campus in Orlando. So um, and she, her job is a little bit like mine, only she has the whole country. She's in the junior comp side. So she I does all the,
0: Yeah, I say all the time, your decision making is not just because of an opinion; it's also you come at it from a an employee or a professional perspective, but also a, a parent.
2: Parent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I've done all everything that you all are doing. I've gone through that, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's uh, and, it, and changes happen a lot, and you just got to keep up with the changes, you know, and. Especially with the digital world, you know, when I played, I, I played junior tennis in Florida. I mean, everything was on paper. You know, everything's on yeah. paper. Ranking is done manually, so like uh, everything's changing, changing, changing. So. Yeah,
1: imagine life before the match tennis app, I mean, or was, UTR, <laughs> uh, or
2: yeah, well, no, we uh, UTR was you we know, don't, we had that was the way that USTA was uh, ranking. It wasn't a UTR, but it was a uh, a data, you know. -hmm. Rating system. So it's, yeah, just a different name for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of changes, Scott, you want to hit the next one? Yeah, sure. Do you mind stopping sharing if it doesn't apply? Yeah. There you go.
1: So Robert just mentioned UTR. So, what's one of the things we want to talk about is, you know, we have WTN, the USTA has partnered with through the ITF, partnered with to come up with this rating WTN that's starting to be used in different sections and maybe nationally we don't i don't think we use it much at all in southern section um but other sections do do you see is there a reason why southern section doesn't maybe rely on it for seeding or partial acceptance
2: uh yeah because the usta you know our national system is the usta national standing and it uses a point system uh i'm glad we didn't use it i think we would have gotten hurt if we used but uh, we used the what rating system for tournament selection and, and seedings a few years ago when you know everyone kind of was turning to it yeah. um, because now if you look at how kids are going to be selected it's going to be mostly on their usTA national standings um, also it encouraged kids to play tennis and not sit out um, I've never been a big fan of I mean the rating system just because I think it's great it's level play that's all you know practice all that good is good but um, but when it comes to competition, you know, you have to have a carrot for the kids to play and want to play. Uh, if, if I go back years ago, when we were on the rating system, when the USTA was called the, um, the star system, you know, the reason the word designated tournaments became designated tournaments So, because we were making kids have to play so many tournaments, mm. but they were not playing them. Because they didn't want to lose because it's this rating system. If you lose, it really kind of hurts you. So, um, so years ago, I decided in Florida that, hey, this this is not good. We're making kids play 5 tournaments a year. That's ridiculous. Right? And they had to play that to go to nationals or they didn't go. So you were making them play designated tournaments. So they should want to play and get better. You know, and so that's when we started the point system in Florida. And then two years later, it became a national point system, and I was very much involved in the point system uh, for the beginning of it. Um, so I just think it helps the kids. The kids can see it. They can, okay, I won this. I get this many points. We're in the rating. It's hard to tell where you are. really, Oh, I beat this guy, but he beat me. So very simple for kids to see it, and also you know they depend the WTA on, on point system. So it was it's just easy for the players. Um, And there weren't a lot of uh, defaults at the time. You know, people weren't retiring from matches. We we saw a lot of that this past two years. A lot of retirements.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, I think you're right. I think you know the UTR. There is a disincentive to play because if you do lose, your rating goes down. And if you in a tournament, if you lose, you don't your points don't change. They don't. They don't go up but they don't go down
2: exactly so it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt you to lose it doesn't hurt you if you want to work on your backhand slice you can play exactly. a tournament, work on your right. backhand slice you lose you lose but you're not going to lose anything She's just right. not going to gain anything but at least you got your practice in your backhand slice so and then also with the the new quota being cha- and the quota changed you know uh that's going to be so what other there was another change with the quota for the national level once that once the tournament got Posted, the draw got posted. Then they stopped taking um alternates from the quota list. That's changed. So once the tournament is closed, the deadline closes, selections done. If you're the first alternate, doesn't matter where you're from, you're the first alternate. So let's say a southern boy withdraws from the quota, you know, he's on quota. In the past, another southern kid would have got into that quota. No matter if he was, oh, okay. if he's 500, the first alternate is 200, but he's not going to get in because the kid from Southern is 500 so He's going to get it because he's the next guy on the quota. So that's changed. So after the deadline closes, who's ever in the alternate list is who's going to get in. So it's going to be mean more to have your ranking up there, to have your points, your ranking. So, and for Southern, I think it was a good move because we have a lot of kids that are ranked. In that mid sure. range, um, that might not get in because another
1: section quota player got in ahead of them. Yeah, and it's it's so
0: one let, of let those. Me, go ahead. It's
1: what was I going to say? It's one of those things where it's double edged sword. You know, a Southern kid could pull out, and then he's replaced by an Eastern kid. Um, so the eleven spots that we have may turn out to be only eight. Um, right. But at the same time, if we're high in the standings list, that eleven players may turn into fifteen. So it just like, we'll yeah. we'll see. Yeah.
2: And at the end of the day, the tournament is a better draw. It is I mean, and that's when as a developmental play, you know, coach or as a you yeah. know, do you want to draw that a tournament that the guy that's ranked 15, you know, we have we've had that where a kick out in a thousand one gets in, okay, and might lose 0-0 and 0 it out. Or do we want a little bit more, you know, first round matches, you know, being a little bit more competitive? So we'll see how it works. Um do I think? For of course, I want Southern kids all to get in. That's you know mm-hmm. that's my job is. But my job is also to make sure they're getting developed, developing correctly, playing, getting into the top one hundred and fifty, and playing the right levels of tournaments, which is very important.
0: Yeah. So let me ask this because I know every parent listening. If I don't ask this, they're sitting in their car wondering it. Um, <laughs> and, and I and I hear you on the UTR piece, and I. I think I'm probably 60% agree with you, 40% don't agree with you, but my opinion doesn't matter. My wonder is, if you go ask any college coach, the the first thing they ask is, what's your UTR? The first thing they do is look up, we've had multiple on, we ask them, what's the first thing? So my question to you is, is, where is a spot that UTR could benefit the way the tournaments are played? Is it by seating? Is it by, team tournaments and waterfalling based on UTR? Because well, we well, know it's accurate. Well, well, so well what where, where is a place that you could letting no, no. it slide in.
2: It's only accurate because they have our results, USTA results. Sure. It wouldn't be sure. accurate if they weren't scraping our results. But WTN, so now I wouldn't even now I I would never use UTR. If I use a rating, it would be WTN. And we are using it. And some stuff like our camps and stuff, so we're we're seeing how it is. Again, you have to make sure that the tournament that the uh the matches there, you know, their matches. Because if you don't play a lot of matches, it gets all, especially at the younger divisions, it's not sure, good. sure,
0: right, right, right.
2: So it's getting there. So we're we're seeing, you know, it's good to, if and if we do, it's going to be WTN because that's what we're using, and it's also for the pro circuits. That's what we use is WTN. Got it. Got
0: it. So,
2: um, but we do see that. uh there's not much difference in the rating and the and the in the ranking of the, the top players. Now when you get to the muddied waters where you're not sure what the match counts are with players, that's when you see you'll start seeing a little difference. Um, but there's 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 no perfect ranking system, I believe there's nothing. No, 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 no. Um, I just feel that since we are USTA and that's how our players get selected is by USTA ranking. That we should support that because that's what our players, at the end of the day, will have to need. Now, if they say tomorrow we're selecting by UTR, well, then that might change the whole thing, right? Or WTN, and we might change how we do things. So, well,
0: I just yeah. had to ask the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. I think
2: I, I get the I get that question every day, and I I was this one of the least probably sections that did not use so much the you know the rating system. Um, we're using WTN for a lot of things, more things than I ever would have used for UTR. So, but WTN we're using for camps. We're using for. Um, we even thought about waterfalling, maybe a team event. You know, again, it's up to the committee. It's not up to me. And the committee, believe it or not, is on the fence on it still. So, got it.
1: Talk about a couple of changes I've noticed in the twenty twenty four schedule for the Southern Section is. A lot more use of um, flighted draws in right. l 4s which is actually pretty smart. Um, you know my first reaction to it was, well if I play in L4, I want to make sure I'm playing the best competition, but I'm going to get, get any points if I'm not going to get to the semifinals. And so Double sword. Right.
2: Yeah. go ahead. Double sword, yeah.
1: yeah, and so you could have a great tournament, three or four matches, you know, do well, but you're not getting any points unless you get to so far. Now with the flighted draws almost every draw well, one of the four draws, even if you're in the bottom draw you're still gonna it's still worth it points wise for you to play that tournament and you know then the higher you know second third tiers are even more so you have a lot more players with point possibilities in there and the more points you get the more you can move up and so to get in those, those higher things so I think that I thought that was a good change. can you talk about the decision there?
2: Yeah, so we started for with the level fives, threw them in yeah. a year ago just to see how they and the reaction is great. Oh wow, this is awesome. You know, it's a two-day event we can go home. And so it was very popular. Um, Southern likes to have big draws. You know, their their philosophy is to have these big draws all the time, especially level fours. Uh so um I'm thinking, well, it's not really helping that kid that's 64, you know. Right. So we thought let's go with the flight of draws just to see. Number one. If you don't have a full draw, you have a 64 or one uh, 64 draw. And you don't have it not full. It's only 50 kids, right? You can still do the flighted without affecting too many buys and, and stuff like that. That's what happens when you have a regular tournament and you have a lot of buys in the draw. It becomes so yeah. even, and you know, scheduling and all that. So that helped. That some you know, some states that we hold some our level fours do not fill sometimes just because. Of the, you know, wherever they are, maybe, uh, or it's because it's against something else. But so when you do the draw, it could be a nightmare for scheduling. So, um, the committee decided, let's try it this year. Um, we gave them the option we gave them if you have a full 64 draw the year before, you can still do your regular draw if you want. But really 99% of them went with the flight in this year and we did it in January and. That's the first time i ever got so many positives responses mm-hmm. from top coaches players parents they loved it so um that's the way we're going to probably go the rest of the yeah. year yeah
1: like I say those backdraws. those 64s were so monstrous the back draws were taken forever there were days when you'd have a day off because
2: that, that's, that's, of the- yeah, that's the level three with a 128 draw you can't yeah i'm that. oh, sorry yeah, yeah, yeah you can't do that yeah. because of the format again you know and when I came to Southern, you know, and like my predecessor, he, he Bill Zaki, who's great. Uh, when I was in Florida, we used to argue all the time, you know, because I, I believe I was a little bit on smaller draws, you know, and more, you know, level draws. So, this is a good way to do it and still have big draws. So, and everybody be at the same place. So, um, I think it's a win yeah. one- way.
0: I'm definitely a fan of it too. I think, I, I think it's worked out uh, for so many logistical reasons, but also it allows the tournament to have a bigger tournament. Um, and like you said, if a player is coming from 14s to 16s, they don't have quite the ranking. They can get into the bottom flighted to draw. If they're really good, they win. Well, then the next tournament, they can get in a higher flight. So I think it's a win in every direction. Yep. I
2: agree. Yeah, I wish I had the threes. Actually, <laughs> we don't have it for the threes. So. Yeah.
1: So well, let, we've before 1 quick question thing before when, um, you know, the level fives are we went to the draws before in southern section, we would have 2 draws waterfalled. Is there a reason why you can't waterfall anymore?
2: Uh, yeah, because I, I came when I 1st came here, I couldn't believe that that was happening that yeah. 2 players are getting the same amount of points. Right? And they're not the, you know, not even playing. Right? So it was hard for me to fathom that. So that so when we came up with the the flighted part of it, you know, go by. I mean, you could have done it the same way without waterfall and still been good, you know, but I, I just, I, I was not a big fan of it. I didn't think it was right that. They should get the same amount of points, you know, for playing and they're not even the top players aren't even playing each other. Uh, so that's why, and the committee felt the same way. I think when they saw the Lighted they liked that. You know, that made well, sense. That,
1: it just makes the fighter that much more stacked. Um, So it it makes it a much more difficult tournament. But
2: right, I mean, and then I you guys. Yeah, so you have the other side too. You know, you yeah. the guy that's 16 that gets into the end, right, right? right, right. He's Like, oh my God, every batch is hard. Well, you know. Then if you go go back and play a five and win the five, you know, or something yeah. like that, you know. But it's it's you can't make everybody happy. But no,
1: no, it's yeah, it's it's, it's
0: always about.
2: But for ma- development, maximizing, yeah, yeah, and for development, it's the best thing, I yeah. think.
0: It's interesting. Well, let me ask two questions that are combined. Um, so tell me about zonals and why it's still gone, correct?
2: Well, yeah, but we're we brought we're bringing them back. So you'll I'll let you know in you a minute. Can't.
0: And that, so the question I was going to ask is, is if you ask most players, and Scott, you tell me if you agree, but if you ask most players, what's your favorite tournament? Uh, they're either going to say zonals or Southern Cup in the Southern section, right? Um, and when it went away and was replaced with something that had so few players represented, it, a lot of parents didn't understand that uh, because it was so popular. And then you combine with, we had Dr. Jay Anthony on in the last podcast, and he talked about how, players are playing way too many matches in way too little amount of time in tournaments. And one of the things I loved about Zones was one singles, one doubles per day. We're on a team. And what you saw was the play was super high level. You never saw withdrawals. You always saw great competition. Um, So I wonder why was that, why, why was that decision made?
2: Um, It was a national decision. And I, uh, I think it's, uh, I just think uh, Southern was not for getting rid of zonals. That's for sure. But I think financially, some sections thought it might be, uh, you know, had its time. So that's the decision was made, you know, I think it was a very close decision, but it was to not hold it, hold it. Um,
0: So, so tell us about it coming back and then I got to follow up.
2: So coming back, so we really, I think it's the best thing ever, the zonals was the best thing ever. And I, I, coached it for 22 years in Florida. I, I, I did I the would first agree pilot. with
0: you. I would I, agree I, with
2: you. I did that pilot and uh, it was funny because I had a little story. So Bill Zaki and I, when we were at the Atlanta open a few years ago, and he was getting inducted, I think into the hall of fame, we had Robby and uh, Andy Roddick play an exhibition match. And then, um, Bill was selected to interview them and he goes, "So when was the last time you guys played each other on the tour? And they looked at Normal. each other and they said, we never played each other on the interior. And then they looked at each other. I think the last time we played each other was when at zonals when <laughs> and then Bobby goes, Bill, you were my coach. And then Andy pointed to me and Andy goes, "Brett, you were my coach. Oh
1: wow. So
2: that's yeah. So the, I mean I had Marty Fish. We had it was like an unbelievable group. I mean it's just yeah. everyone played it and Southern too. I mean, and I just think also, you know, Times have changed people, you know, the team thing concept started kind of going out the last couple of years. I think before it, for some reason, sections aren't really, I don't know. It's just, it's sad to see it go. I, I did not want to see it go. So we brought it back last year, not intersectionally. We couldn't. Uh, so we did it within ourselves. We did the and 14s zonals within our own little section, but 2024. Us Southern Cal Texas and Eastern. Are doing the zonals,
1: Nor- Maria. So- the website says NorCal. Is it Southern Cal or NorCal?
2: Southern Cal, Southern okay. Cal, okay. Southern Cal. So we're I'm, we're holding the sixteens. At the same time, the zonals used to be held. California is holding the eighteens. Texas is holding the fourteens, and Easter is going to hold the twelves. The we're, the pilot. We're trying it out. But at least it's a level four points. It's you know it's not two or one, but it's four. And uh, hopefully that the kids want to play on a team and travel and have a great time with how,
1: t- Talk about the numbers and how will the teams be determined?
2: The, uh, everything's by ranking. You know, I think everyone's going by the ranking. We're probably going to be TN team, so we're discussing mm-hmm. that. That hasn't been just uh, decided yet. How we waterfall the teams? Uh, it's gonna not going to be that many players. It's twenty four players per division, just because we're just starting it out, so it's going to be, you know, not, but so uh, you also have to travel. If you're in the 18s, you might have to go to California, so. right. You
1: know. So only six players per section then?
2: Oh, no, 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 no. It's, that's what? right. 12 per, per division. So it'd be 24 per division. So it's 12 players mm-hmm. per division. 12 girls, 12 boys.
0: Okay. And
1: the
2: 24, yeah. 24 so per yeah, section? he's
0: asking players. per section. So per how seven? many Southern 12-year-olds will get to play? Uh, 24. Okay. 24, okay. Twelve boys, so twelve girls from the southern section, and twelve. So, and then so then. The
1: same. So then, SoCal, Texas, yeah, and Eastern. Says the same so we'll, have, we'll have twelve each. So, okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So it's already, totally it's already,
2: I think it's already on the website. I think we put it out. I'm mean, not 100 because we were working on it. It was approved at the yeah, very end of December for national approval. Yeah, the this.
1: website says each section will have six players. There you go.
2: Three, yeah. I, when I say. So each section—that means each division. So okay. there's two. So we have the 12. So we'll have 12 girls. We'll have 12. We'll have 12 girls and 12 boys. A total of 96 players. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. So the whole thing is 96 players divided by four. What's that? What's 96 divided by four. 24. 24 players each section. There you go.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. This. Okay. The website just needs to be fixed or whatever. Okay.
0: That's fantastic, yeah, 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 and then they just sign up, and you just determine it based on ranking, right? Just, just like, like a real- we used to,
2: just like we used to before. Same thing. And coach—they'll be coaching. We have coaching teams. Will have a coach. We did that this summer. We had it was a great event. It was in Chattanooga. That's where this one will be too. It was okay. in Chattanooga, and we had players had a great time. We had eight coaches coaching the teams. Um, the team events is the way to go. We—I oh, love team events. I think. That, that's we need
0: make way more of them. We need way more of them. I know, and know, but
2: it's very hard to run. I mean,
0: yeah,
2: it's hard to run team events. That's a problem yeah. t- for TDS. I mean, we're we're trying to get it, make it easier for them, but it's not easy.
1: And does the Southern Section have those level four team events still? Uh,
2: We yeah we like one, yeah yeah we have Rock? Yeah. oh yeah we did the Little Rock then all right the opposite of that one was the twelves and fourteens zonals I was just telling you about uh-huh, uh-huh. well that that's going to happen also that's to the 12s and 14s and the 16s and 18s will be the same weekend in different places okay. and then we're adding the other level 4 intersectional team event okay so yeah. we get an extra one this year
0: yeah the dominant duos are awesome we did the yeah. team event in tucson i think it was a l4 maybe I think it was awesome different- and something- i think the coaching's key though i'm proud that you're doing coaching ever had chad camper from ut chattanooga the women's coach and awesome. And the yeah. year before that, he had E from the Match Tennis app, who's freaking awesome. So it's just the parents love it. The kids love it. I don't see anybody walk away upset about it. Like, it, everybody loves it.
2: It's just, it's just hard. I mean, it's harder on the admin side, you know, the TD side to do it. Right. Like
3: right. when we
2: run them, I mean, like the Zaki Cup, we run, right? Because I don't think anyone would run it. That, that would be great It's hard. It's not easy. So, uh, But yeah, so these are we make these team events for the TDs to run. I think you'll see more of them,
0: you know? Yeah. So the follow-up is, so we, and both are true. So I got a question for you. The tournament directors say, how do I have a, a tournament with 64 players in a really fast amount of pace where players aren't playing, you know, two singles, two doubles on one day and two singles, two doubles on another? But then you got on the medical side, they're saying that's not healthy for the kids and you don't see any pros do that. And then you got Medvedev at the Australian say after two sets, I was gassed with a day off, right? So I lost the next three sets because I just had nothing left in the tank. So, Mar- Maria, give us a format that solves both those problems for juniors.
2: Draw sizes is the format.
0: You have, you so, what, and the waterfall has kind of done that,
2: right? A little bit. Yeah, 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 the flight. Yeah, flighted, the flight.
0: Flighted, yeah. That's what I meant.
2: Sizes. Right. And we made, you know, we're, we have our own rule. We have our own heat rule in Southern. So, you know, we don't, we do, even though the guidelines tell you can play so many match, you know, USTA, you can play so many. We are, st- we are two, two match, two singles. That's it. And then one or two doubles. That is all we, we play. We never play more than that with a regular scoring of two out of three with a match tiebreaker. Um, we're the only section that probably has that rule in effect, I think. So we're very...
0: So is there, is there a format that can get it where a kid could play, you know, I mean, I watched a kid do, two weeks ago play a three-hour singles match, and then the tournament director said, you have one hour for your next singles That's, match.
2: Not, that did happen in Southern, because we have a rule for that. Every... Yeah, I yeah, know. It
0: didn't, it didn't happen in Southern. But what do you do about that? I mean, you're not, when you... I hear tournament directors constantly complain about the backdrop uh, flu. Well, part of that is because they're playing so many matches, they're yeah. legitimately getting injured. And then the more the deeper they go on the draw, the more competitive those yeah, matches are. That's become. right. So they're two and a half and three hours. And you have younger players who don't have the weapons they need to shorten the points. So
2: well short score. You, I mean you can do the short scoring, you know, short scoring, but a lot of people are not a fan of the short scoring. And um so until you see it on TV at the at the you know that's maybe when people start you know anytime we have to go to short scoring we hear about it.
0: I do think no ads a component of that. I do think no ads a component because you see some of these ten minute do sad games. Oh, I, yeah,
2: no ad. Right? No, no one has a problem with no ads. I think it's the shorts. Not that's to me. Well, yeah, four
0: four four game sets. But I get that. It. I, I that's
2: tough. Yeah, that's tough. I mean and call you know, like college tennis, but again, they're only playing yeah. one match
0: <laughs> right, a day. Right. So Oh, they'll play a match on Friday and a match on Sunday and nothing yeah. the rest of the week, right? I know. Right.
2: And that's that's one thing when I the first thing that I saw when I came to Southern, I couldn't believe how many matches are being played in the day here. Um so th- it's, it's gone a long matches. it's it's gone a long way. We're the only section that only allows two matches a day, I think. And yeah. then so, we yeah, also yeah. require two hour and then you had the TDs crying, and I understand why. I was a TD. I knew you. You know, I <laughs> got give them two hours. I need to get them. You know, so. It's,
1: so, so, what is the rule there, Maria? Is it a two-hour um, or southern for, southern for southern section? For southern
2: only. Only. is in the summertime. In so summer, May to October, two hours rest between singles. Okay, for singles, yeah, for
1: like sure. Said, we're, 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 we go to some of the Midwest tournaments. Indoors and you're playing three matches between twelve and eight p.m. It's yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, yeah. but then indoor then tennis, party. it's you got to your know, court time is limited. I know it's it's tough. Yeah, they have,
2: they have a harder time because of the indoor. Yeah, they have a much. Harder, we're lucky because we have a lot of things, Which decisions. I'm
1: surprised they don't do more flighted draws because that would cut down on a match. You know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love the fly draws. I think it's I think it's the best thing that's happened in a long time with uh, for yeah. us, yeah. and uh, and then the way it's an hour and a half in the fall. Okay. And double, like right now, it would be an hour and a half time. Okay, yeah, I wonder, and those are
0: good. I, I, I do wish we could get to a point where it was even less than that. I know not time, matches. And I know draw for size. parents that are probably 10 and 12 under, they're like, what do you mean? I want my kid to play as much as possible. <laughs> but when you get in 16s and 18s, the matches become very, very competitive and, they're, and very and they're grueling on the body. Yeah. Again, I think playing two, size. two singles. I know. I agree. I think four tournaments in two days. I mean, t- four singles matches in two days is too many. I just do.
2: It can be tough. It can be tough. But um, I don't.
0: But I know. I don't know the answer. And people on Twitter will say, "Well, what's the
2: answer then?" And it's well, like, uh, the answer uh, is. My- Go ahead. Smaller draws, but then yeah. people complain about small. Oh, my kid can't get in. That's ridiculous. Right. Why is yep. it so small? Yep. He, need,
1: he needs his opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. We don't, we don't. point chase, so we want to play what's here. But. oh whatever, I need to so play that guy. Yeah.
2: yeah. For my rating, I need to play him. He's above me. There, there's, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, but I think Southern's come come a long way and handling. I mean, I think we're we're doing pretty good. Uh, yeah. No doubt. I think we are, I just still, you know, I know that Texas does the compass draws, you know, because uh, I know Julio we really well we talk all the time, but um, that would not work here. It's just that uh, we have too many, uh, it just wouldn't work, so. Well, that so was,
0: that I'm was always, the next question I was going to ask is, could you not break them into little pods of four and let them play three singles matches in a compass based on like WTN? Like that. Or, and you know, they're only going to get three singles.
2: Right, but or they the- want more than three singles, they, you know, they're they, like, everything is uh, like even the per round stuff, the per match uh score uh formats or you know, four matches, you know, that's the most that, that you can get is four matches. So people want to utilize the four matches.
0: Got so it, got
2: it. That they wanna utilize. I mean, they they're there for the the parents you know, or the kids or whatever, they're there for the points or playing the guy that's ahead of them on their WTN or UTR, they want to beat that guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. other thing with UTR was the scoring that we had a lot of issues with uh kids Buying the scores, playing hmm. each other scores, so you know. Is
1: that for, is that for real? hmm mm-hmm. So they, they would pay players yeah, like, to miss scores. Just
2: say it's just say I'm six zero six zero or say right? So yeah. yeah, that's happened. Yeah.
0: Wow! No that's,
2: way. So. I Haven't seen that? it in a long time, so hopefully it's not happening. So.
1: That's yes. That's I've heard of that, but I've thought that that would <laughs> kind of be kind of a weird thing to unless you really knew who you were talking to. Oh yeah, because, they all they do. They,
2: they all know each other pretty yeah, well. You yeah,
1: you got to know. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I, one of the things that you know Robert talks about, you know, minimizing matches. We, we'd be playing ITFs, where it's only one match per per day, and the tournament lasts all week, and it's good during point. The week. Good point. So, but I did want to ask about sort of the ITF USTA partnership. I know that maybe not people don't know it, but you you do get usta points for itf tournaments
2: some of them Uh and for
1: some of them so could you talk a little bit about about that and and inform robert because that's right i didn't know that
2: yeah so because you know we feel at if you're at that level where you're starting to play itfs there's no reason not to reward them with the usta points because they would be playing the tournaments anyway. If that way we don't have to give them a wall card at the end of the day if they you know want to play a national tournament well oh, I've been playing all these tournaments you know so yeah so you can earn you know some points at that uh, it, it. but it's very I think it's you know it's good if you're if you're gonna win an itf tournament it, you'll get a lot of good usda points but if you you know winning one round or two rounds you might be better off playing a level Four or three or two, and,
1: and what what is that point um, scale that we use? So for like I say, J thirty, what what
2: was You know, right on the top of my head, I don't. It's in the it's in the website. You can it okay. on the website. Not our web, it's on the national website. But graph right the hat, I can't because everything's different. And also they changing with the J three, where it used to be the you know the fives and the fours. That, right
1: it's, now it's, it's a two this year,
2: year. Yeah. 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 And like and I said, W Chan is. Factoring in getting into those now too, right, right, and also the pro circuits.
1: So, um, and do you think that you will, will see more ITFs in the U.S.? I know that I'm starting to see more on the calendar, more, but yeah. it seems like we're sort of maybe don't have as many as a lot of other countries. Obviously, we have a USDA structure that's in place that's good enough, but I'm curious if we we're going to see more ITFs in the U.S.
2: This is where you need to talk to my daughter. She's the one that <laughs> she's the one that uh, handles with the works with those. But yeah, it's also how many they give us. The itf gives okay. each country. So it's just not, you know, like, oh, let's have 50 of them, you know. So it's weighted by how much sort of like how we do it with sex our states, you get this many level fives or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um yeah, but there are more ITFs. When I played juniors, I had to go out of the country all the time to play an ITF yeah. because we hardly had any. So, uh, it, it, we made it easier for our players to get points within the same thing with the pro circuits, you know, and the challengers and the, and the futures for the girls to not have to go outside the country to pick yeah. up points. So yeah. Yeah. Um, th- those are good, but also, like you said, it's a, it's a whole week tournament. You know, you're missing school. If you're in school, you are i not, not going to make it to school
1: and there's no, uh, so there's, there's a no- lot different. There's no, no draws, There's no backdrop. Yeah, no backdrop. No
2: backdrop.
0: So you could be playing one match.
2: Not One match, and you're gone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. just like in the pros, let's, yeah. let's play with the pros. Yeah. I wouldn't so have I said myself- this
0: six years ago, but I actually think that's better. I think that format you just stated, I think, at a high level, it's. Oh,
2: one match, yeah. Well, like yeah. you know, I take my daughter, for example, at like 15 or 16, she already did her. She's already up there nationally, right? She's done everything she needed to do. Then i got let's start throwing in the itfs because yeah. you know her goal her goal was to go play some you know uh the majors grand slams juniors so okay well let's so, start. so throwing the first one she won it which was uh, it was in texas then she did really well in boca so her then she played the easter bowl which got her into the french open so that so that's you know but she had already been there you know it's not she was going to get into the nationals no matter what now so that's what i want to make sure that kids understand that that you know there is a pathway, you know, and sure, you, you sure. Can, you can, there there's the people that can skip and do it differently, which is that happens, you know. Uh Ben Shelton's the perfect example. Ben didn't play IGFs, you know, he stayed with right. in the United States the whole time. So it, there are different pathways. Um but you know the majority I would say, you know, just stay in the level, make sure that you go on that the route that you need to just because you can get into this doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing that. So, and I will say right. to the parents, don't do what your neighbors always doing. Don't do what the Joneses do. Do what's best for you and your family and your child, developing. Because you can take a well, lot of info from everybody. Well,
1: this. I was going to wrap with advice for tennis parents, but maybe you just gave us some of that. Yeah. But uh, any anything else? Maybe some com- common questions that you get all the time that you just want to make sure everyone is aware of.
2: It says make sure, I mean, I think it's very important scheduling. You know, to me, uh, a good coach is not only good on the court. He has to be good off the court in The scheduling scheduling is very important. Uh, make sure that the schedule is the fit of the player that you're working with, or the parents are working with um, that. And, and, and does that
1: change? You know, like I could say, I, I think some of the, some of the, um, in the southern section, you've got Atlanta. The Carolinas, then you've also got rural Mississippi, Louisville, Kentucky areas that aren't really tennis hotbeds. And so you know, we're not getting a lot of the, the match play that you're getting in Atlanta on a daily basis. So, some of the times the tournaments that we play were for match play, which isn't ideal, but that's sort of what we had to do to get those oh. numbers up.
2: So oh, maybe, I would maybe, definitely, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So I would definitely play, I mean, you know, play tournaments for practice. I think that's great for matches. And, you know, Southern's not the only site. Like I was in Florida, right? But I lived in Tampa area. It was Tampa, Miami, and that was it area. You went up to Jacksonville or the Panhandle, you didn't have anything. So kids have to travel no matter what wherever you live, someone's gonna have to travel, unfortunately. So it's just make sure when you're traveling, you're picking the correct tournaments. If if it's for practice, then pick a local tournament, play up in the eighteens. And do, you know, if you're 14, you might want to get practice, play up in the 18s. but if you want to do something for your ranking and you need it, you might have to travel, play your level and win it, you know. Um, but try to, I always say, you kind of have to show. You know, be at the level if you're whatever age division you're in, you need to. Be at the level that you need to that you think you need to be to move up don't move up just because you think you need to go up and you want to play tougher matches, you know? Sure,
0: sure. Uh, and
2: I and I think coach, finding the right coach is a big thing too. You know, someone that's, like I said, knowledgeable on the court, as well as what to do off the court, the scheduling part. And a lot of coaches, I'm not saying all of them, but some coaches do not know, even though changes like you all know nope. about the quota, they have no right. idea. And they're yeah. telling kids things that are outdated so
0: old old info yeah i would tell you what you just said about finding a coach that can do both of those it's uh rare. Yeah, good luck i mean that's very hard yep <laughs> i think it's unfortunately searching yeah. for it there's very yeah. good ones but there's not a bunch of very good ones. right
2: and but they also can call the you know they can call that pd managers i mean that, that that was my forte was you know coach scheduling um so i can help you know we can help we don't I mean we guide them or give them some sure, advice, sure. you know but there is resources out there a lot of resources and national too national has a lot of resources there's a great page the dash you know the the junior resource page uh on their on their website that has a lot of info a lot of info and what, I think what, people don't read it What's
1: what's the web address for that?
2: It's player development just go to player development you know USA okay. player development and it'll pop up and then it says it says USA uh USTA players resource page and okay a link it's pretty big. it has a picture
1: We're, we'll put that in the show notes
2: yeah it's um it's great for the players to know it has all how to how to be selected into the national it has all this information that we just talked about and then and we have it on our as a link we have it as a link and we have a lot of information on our website too about stuff and i think people just sometimes don't read i'm not a good reader i'll <laughs> tell you that too uh you know especially on the on the tournament home pages you know, read everything that's on the tournament homepage, people, because that's important. Yeah.
0: And on the flip side, tournament directors update your tournament homepage. Oh, Don't use it. Oh, yeah.
2: It's so like, so, yeah, we're the, we, we're getting cost in the middle there.
0: <laughs> but I also want to say I was on the committee with Maria for a long time. Great committee. She did a great job leading it. And I'll say that every decision that went through that committee was painstakingly argued and debated. <laughs> right? So, no changes that are made are like, let's just do this thing. Uh, and, and I also have told many parents, if you don't like the way that it's going, get involved. Go join the USTA state and then lo- regional and, lo- and national and make your voice heard because it's all about, you know, tournament directors, coaches, and parents arguing about what, doing what's best for the kids anyway.
2: Well, that's funny you said that because I started, you know, I was a coach and then a parent. I mean, I was both, TD, everything. And I got involved. I didn't like the way it was going in Florida. And I got involved and I became the chair of the- and then I was on the national. I mean, I was a volunteer for thirty-five years. I did not do this job, but I was a volunteer. So that's you have to. That's how you make the change. You know, get on. You know, or email us and let us know that you're upset about something, in, in a nice way, not in a mean way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like I'm the out still. I'm still yeah.
2: taking the out. I mean, some killed me. <laughs> would
0: you say if a parent wanted to get involved, the the state section or the state? organization would be their first contact.
2: For Southern, the level sevens and sixes are sanctioned by the states. So all the rules and regs are the state, the play tracker, the, you know, 10 and under, the junior circuits, all by the states too. Um, but, um, so they should go to their state first and get all the information. They can go to us and we will just send them over there if we can get them some information. But the one thing that has changed since I think, you know, um. In the last five, six, seven years has been we're a little bit more consistent with together with the nine states. You know, before all nine states had nine different ranking systems. I mean, it was a. Now we're all kind of like on the same. Even the states when they talk about the sevens are talking to each other about well, you let's try to get the rules the same. So if you go state sure. to state, so that's that's been a lot that our state staff has been doing a really good job. So we're, we're lucky. I have a good state yeah, state
0: yeah. Scott, you got anything else?
1: No, I think we're good.
0: All right, Maria, thank you so much for having us uh, You're for thank coming you. on to the podcast, <laughs> us having you. We <laughs> appreciate you coming on yeah. and uh, I hope great. parents benefited from it.
1: Yeah, a lot of great information and I want you to do this every year because things are always changing, but uh, really appreciate all the information that you gave us and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of questions out there, but uh, we'll, we'll do what we can to, to get the information yep. out to everybody.
2: Thank you. and Good luck to you kids. All right, thanks. <laughs> All right, thanks.
3: Baby, you help me ice and fire. You're giving me wind and rain. You're some kind of butterfly. But my appetite, don't leave me here high and dry, oh, I don't want to jinx it, baby. Some kind of butterfly, baby. You give me heat, night. Uh. You whip up my appetite. Don't leave me here high and dry. Oh, but I don't wanna jinx it, baby. Let's not get.